With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, where I get the pleasure of interviewing some really cool entrepreneurs who are doing things that are really impacting and changing the world. And today's going to be no different, but before we get started, I want to remind you about the Cool Things Project, the group coaching community that came out of the idea of some listeners of the show. It's now ready for people to sign up. And I know for those of you who are regular listeners, you're laughing at me because I said it was ready for like a month, but the new website has launched. Launched at Tom Singer, T H O M S I N G E R dot com. If you go to the About button and drop down, there's a spot where you can sign up for the group coaching program. And we're going to have a lot of fun, and it's going to be a real exclusive group of people who are solopreneurs and entrepreneurs, and even people inside companies who are looking at carving out their own path and, and just doing a little bit more. And that's what we try to talk about here on the show: is how do you carve your path and do more, and how do you live that exciting life as a cool entrepreneur. So today, I have a husband and wife team with me. I've got Ta and Cole, and they are out of New York City, and they are doing amazing things in the world of fitness. Now, I was reading their bios, and there's so much in their bios. I'm going to let them tell you a little bit more about them. But Cole, she just was named the Instructor of the Year for Beachbody. Now, think about Beachbody. That's like 20,000 instructors nationally, and she just got the top award, and it's really cool, but she's had a really eclectic life. She spent some time as a motivational speaker with Drug-Free America, and that's because she had a drug overdose that led her to a coma, and so that's not good, but at some point, she turned her life around and decided, yeah, I'm not really motivated. I need to lose some weight, and just a couple years ago, she made fitness her whole life, and she just won the Beachbody Award. And her husband, Ta, he's a licensed healthcare professional with over 25 years' experience in emergency medicine, and yet he's also a DJ and a rapper. I mean, how cool is that? I mean, if I was in an emergency situation, I would want my healthcare provider being able to wrap me through that situation. So they met at a music conference in Las Vegas. Cole moved to New York. They became friends. And somewhere along the line, it was more than friends because now they're a married couple, and they are working together to really have an impact on people and let people achieve more in life. So, Ta and Cole, welcome to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Well, thank you. We are so glad to be here with you. This is such an honor. So I gave a little bit of an overview, but why don't you tell the audience who you both are and about your business? Uh, I mean, you summed it up pretty well. Um, For anyone with an entrepreneur-type personality, my work experience has been kind of all over the place. I'm 33 now, and even by 21, I think I had already had six careers. So, you know, it's um, that's a long story, actually. So, this, if we uh, do a synopsis version, anytime I could take a job that was complex enough that it was exciting and challenging, 
I loved it until I figured out the system and then I was no longer interested in it and would jump ship. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that was everything from inside sales, um, a regional manager for a motor generator company to uh, working for T-Mobile and I worked up my way through T-Mobile to do training and spoke at their national conferences and I've done, I mean, really literally all over the place. And then a full-time singer-songwriter for two years. I traveled and toured to Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany, Israel, Turkey, Greece, uh, Costa Rica, Mexico, you name it. And about two years ago, I was just exhausted from traveling so much because I'd given up my apartment and committed to my own career as a musician and started going to Taz boot camps. Um, I mostly did it or I started doing it anyway because I was always afraid of that idea of boot camps and that militant type, you know, at least my perception of boot camps of being very militant and hard. And I decided to go because I just didn't really have anything else on the horizon. So I had time. And um, after a few of the boot camps, uh, it was easy to get out of bed because it was really attractive. <laughs> so that got me out of bed nice and early. And he encouraged me to get into fitness and uh, fast forward two years of being an instructor, a now personal trainer and work with private clients. And we've grown our business together. And just a couple weeks ago, one instructor of the year. So that's awesome. So Ta, how did you get into yeah. business? What's your background? She's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> my background has been finding this woman all my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, started off as a really weird kid. It's funny that I'm on a, a show for cool people because I started off as the odd kid. Uh, I was always pretty much a loner in my family and a loner at school. Uh, I had I had the thick glasses. I was considered a nerd, but I didn't get the nerd grades. Uh, I was one of the skateboard kids. Uh, I used to really skate. I used to compete. I was pretty 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 good with, with skating because it was a, a solo sport. Um, I got in when I went into college. Uh, I, I had horrible grades in high school, seeking attention. So I ended up going to community college, where I decided, you know, I was so much into the human body and movement uh, when I was when I was a teen. I decided to go into nursing because I wanted to help people, and I did nursing. I went into nursing school. I graduated at twenty with my registered nurse, uh, my associate in registered nursing, and I'd been practicing emergency nursing from 1992 until you know, until recently. And um, seeing things in the healthcare business, the way they are, the way they force medications on people, do unnecessary surgeries, and have turned it into a a conveyor belt style of of business, I took my love for fitness and decided to become a trainer and apply my knowledge of anatomy, physiology, and disease prevention to that in order to help people stay out of the hospital. And it's been wonderful. Um, I'm also I'm also a musician. Uh, I do hip hop music and I DJ deep house music. So I'm all over the place with that. I've been touring in Europe uh, since the, the early 2000s in Europe and all over the United States under the moniker "Ta from the Bush" because I'm from Flatbush, Brooklyn. <laughs> and I I've been pretty popular in the New York City underground. And everybody. You know, I, there was there was a point where I fell off my fitness and I put on about 30 pounds. I had some depressive episodes and, uh, you know, didn't know where I wanted to go with life. And in taking off that weight and, and dedicating myself to my own fitness, I decided to help other people. I've always been training people on the side unprofessionally. 
I got certified. I, I started to train people professionally, and I started to train all the artists in the New York City underground: drummers, guitarists, bassists, uh, models, rappers, singers. Just train these people, and you know, there was a point where everybody was complaining about my rates, and they couldn't afford because they're starving artists. So I started putting boot camps, boot camps together called Underground Celebrity Fit Club. And that's when uh, around the second year of Underground Celebrity Fit Club, Cole moved to New York. Again. And, <laughs> and uh, we got back, you know, we, we, we started to connect and she started to come to my boot camp. And it was always wonderful to have her there because she's hot. <laughs> and she was really great at movement and picking up the moves. And she was very dedicated. And, you know, I suggested, hey, you know. I think you might want to get into fitness because you're, you're really good at what you do. And I, I believe in you. And she decided to go and get certified in insanity. And she started teaching classes and became this powerhouse and that I knew she would be. And uh, here we are today with, with um, you know, married. <laughs> we got married on top of a mountain. In Machu Picchu. In Peru, Machu Picchu yeah. in Peru in September. And things have just been uphill. And we've been helping people shift their lives and align themselves with fitness, nutrition, and energetics. And it's been absolutely spectacular. Well, what we realized in doing the body work is how frequently people, as they were working out, were having these breakthroughs or these realizations, or they would be crying. And we started to notice that there is a a direct relation, a direct correlation between trauma and the body. And when I was um, about 45 pounds heavier, I was borderline type 2 diabetic, anemic, uh, had hy- um, hypoglycemic, arthritis, endometriosis, all of these medical conditions that as I got my health together, I was not anticipating that they were going to diminish and a few of them completely vanish. I haven't been on medications for hypothyroidism since 2008 or nine, and that's when I really became passionate about helping other people was we live in such a pill society and, and that idea that people always want the quick fix, but it's not a fix. And we're treating symptoms, not the problem. And, and often if you dig in with someone to get to where the emotional trauma is coming from, that will help them heal the body. And sometimes we have to facilitate that through movement And as they feel their body getting stronger, their mind getting stronger, we're able to actually address the real issues. Well, I met Ta and Cole at an entrepreneurial conference about a little over a week ago, and I just knew being in the same room with them that these were people who had a real passion, not just for the healthcare industry where they work, but had a real passion for life. They had a real passion. It was clear for each other, but for the people who they met, they wanted to do cool things. And she had just won this Beachbody uh, Fitness Instructor of the Year. And you could tell, Cole, that you didn't even know what to do with that yet. It was so new. You're like, yeah, there's 20,000 people and I was named number one and it's the first year they did it. And I said, I need to have you on the show because it's entrepreneurs that have that drive and that passion. And and that, like you said, you were always kind of changing jobs until you figured out the system. I loved it when you said that because so many people who I talked to, and myself included, were in jobs where it was like you looked around and you're like, well, this is just, you know, it's not who moved my cheese. It's why are people standing around waiting for cheese to begin with? And yes. You, yes. You know, <laughs> yes. 
I want to go. I want to go make cheese. Get me a cow and get me a churn. And you know, I, I, I guess you churn butter. I, I don't actually know how you make cheese, <laughs> but you get where I'm going with this. Yes. Right. So both of these people have this this real passion. And so I want to know from both of you, what is it that you love? about the life of being an entrepreneur. I mean, you both have been working for yourselves for a while, and now you've merged your lives and merged your businesses. What do you love about being entrepreneurs? Well, I can speak for myself. Um, you know, there's, there is a freedom that I require to live. And especially, even though I, was, I overdosed from drugs into a coma, um, I didn't decide to live until eight years later. And once that decision had been made, that was it. I wasn't going to settle for anything other than amazing. And it doesn't mean there's not really scary times or, or a lot of uncertainty, but I realized more importantly than uncertainty, I could not have certainty. (laughs) So instead of letting life deal me cards to give me variety, I noticed that it was so imperative that I had change of scenery and maintain momentum in some form or fashion that I had to, I spent more time creating it. That's why we went to Machu Picchu. That's why we decided to get married there. That was on the spot. That wasn't a premeditated idea. It was, it was perfect. Everything was perfect and it came together that way. So we went with the flow. So the, the, everything that comes from being an entrepreneur and the drive and the freedom is really so that I can spend more time with my husband. And, you know, I, I've got this incredible partner now that everything else I do is really nice and it's exciting and it's fun and helping other people. But now, in retrospect, I've been doing all the work to spend all of the time I can with the most amazing man I've ever met. And the same goes for me. Um, you know, I've been working in the hospital system for so long and I've been dibbling and dabbling in multi-level marketing and this and investing in that. And, and I, I really couldn't put my finger on what I wanted to do. And I, and, and, and now that I look back at, at this entrepreneurial personality type seminar that we went to, this is what I've been grappling with all my life, that personality type that fits right into entrepreneur. And what, what, being uh, in business for myself and my wife does for me is it allows me to have that family, that lifestyle of, of being with my wife and enjoying myself with limited pressure and, and limited amounts of noise. And, and there's a freedom to it of me being my own boss, which is, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't run from responsibility, but I've never been one uh, to, to, like authority. I, I could have never been in the military because somebody pointing in my face and telling me what to do is just too much Mm-mm. for me. So <laughs> That's uh, when you get called a rebel and whatever else. I've never been a person that wasn't responsible, but I've never had to be responsible for my own thing. And when I became responsible for my own thing, there was a, uh, an empowerment that I just can't, it's, it, you can't explain the empowerment, the, the, the actual power of being the head of your own company, you know, you're responsible for bringing in your income. You're responsible for all this stuff. You have to take care of your taxes. You have to do all of these things, but it's yours. And there's, there's nothing like having your own. And, and there's an awareness to it that you have that, you know, there's, there's the, this, this old saying that ignorance is bliss. When you're not aware of something, 
you can be happy and complacent. And I've never been a complacent person and, and I don't want to get there. And being my own boss has allowed me this freedom of, of, of thought that I just can't explain. And I love being in, in my, in, in the driver's seat. It's so often that I get that as an answer that freedom is such a, a piece that comes with this whole thing. And I've been working for myself now, April 1st will be seven years that I've been totally a solopreneur and on my own. And, you know, I, I have to agree with you each had a, a word or, or a sentence that jumped out at me that I wanted to reiterate. And the first one was Todd, when you said that freedom, because I hear that from so many of the guests, because I think I think we live in a world where corporate America has stifled so many people, but we don't know any better. I mean, it's an understatement. And even the friends of mine that say that they love their jobs, the truth is that I'm watching them slowly kill themselves with, you know, alcohol and, and, and excessive amounts of alcohol, food, whatever. Yeah. And, and so I hear it so much from so many of the guests, the freedom. And then the other piece that really resonated with me, Cole, was when you said you just decided you weren't going to settle. And I think that is a problem. I think so many people have just said, well, there's nothing else out there. I'm just going to settle. And I loved that passion in your voice where you said that was it. I wasn't going to settle. And that's the way I feel as I'm growing my own business, even seven years into it, as I look forward to the next decade, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn 50 this year. And my attitude is 50 to 70 probably should be the best years of my life. There's no reason I have to settle for getting old. None, none. And that's, that's a thing with, with, uh, with our culture is that people fall into this, you know, once I get to 35 or 40, you know, everything has to be this, this, this either this plateau or this downgrade into death. And I'm, you know, after I got into my forties, that's when my life started. So I'm really excited about it. And I'm, I'm with you on that, man, you know, 50 to 70, that's where, that's where I want my life to really take off and be comfortable and enjoy it. And, you know, we just, we both decided that we weren't going to settle again. Never We've both been married before and in both situations kind mm. of got pressured into it from some angle or another, whether it was family or situational. And that was when I decided I was never going to settle relationship wise again, then I would rather be alone than to settle. And it was so funny that we were both on the same page with that. When we got together, we, we had such a, a connection and we were like, want to get married? And we were like, yeah, you know, it's not necessary. I'm, I'm not even thinking about that. And it just, it's was so right and so free. And it's, we're still free with each other. It's, it's amazing that, that there was just this ridiculous drive to get married and, and, and to grow together. Well, it was honestly for, it was the belonging, meeting someone so similar to myself and his feelings growing up and his feelings of isolation. It was for the first time in my life I felt I met someone that was like me, and we're still very different. I come from Salt Lake City, Utah. He's born and raised in Brooklyn. We come from very different backgrounds. However, the core beliefs that we have are so similar that it was it. It's uncanny. Yeah, and <laughs> we wanted uncanny. to be a family. Yeah, and and you know, really, um, as a woman, my desire was when I realized, or where it came from, is that. I wanted to share the name. I wanted to have that place that I belonged. Awesome. So I have more questions for you because you guys are fascinating and, and doing cool stuff. But first, I've got to thank the sponsor of this episode. This episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment, training, and guidance 
to ensure that your show sounds amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing cool, cool people like Cole and Ta. So if you want to start a podcast, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So guys, tell me, if someone is listening to this and and they don't want to settle anymore and they want that freedom, they want to become an an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, they they want to jump out and, and carve their own path, what advice do you have for them? Well, the number one thing is you have to start putting yourself in places and situations that make you uncomfortable, things that have scared you, whether that's for some people that is movement, that is exercise, because we also settle in our bodies. And if you're settling in your body, the best place to start that shift is in your body, because that inward expression and focus will then outwardly express itself. So, you know, it's, just just by identifying things that you're afraid of. And, and moving out of that complacency of, of having your bills paid uh, every two weeks with a check that comes from someone else's someone else's job, it, th- there's a comfort there's a comfort to that. And when you step out of that comfort zone and you make that leap, things will start to open up in your body. Things will start to open up in your mind. And and there's a discomfort that leads to change. Whenever you exercise, you have to be uncomfortable in order for your body to respond and change. And the same thing goes for your mind and the thing, same thing goes for you energetically. When you are uncomfortable, there's something on the other side of the discomfort. And we need to stop running as a society of people who want to have, who have dreams, especially in the United States, the, the land of dreams and opportunity. We have to learn to walk through discomfort Feel the discomfort and see where it takes us. We are always running away from discomfort, and that leads us into complacency. And that's exactly what the government wants us to be, is complacent so we are sheep and pay the taxes the way they're paid, and, and, and everything stays in, this, in, this, in this, this, uh, this corral. So in order to move outside of that, you have to get into a discomfort zone in order to really find your comfort zone, because I don't think people really know what their comfort zone is. And once they step outside of that, they can open up and it just open. It's like skydiving and then the landscape just opens up and, and you start to see things that you never saw before. And you start to, to uh, you'll start to align with energies and things that you like to do, that you would love to do, that you want to contribute. And I think a big part of being an entrepreneur is contributing to the world and, and being successful at doing it. And there's nothing wrong with making money, doing what you love and contributing to the world. So a big theme that that comes up so many times on the show is that you have to get around like-minded people. You have to get around people yes, who, who can help you and who you can help. And how, how important do you think networking is to people who want to be entrepreneurs? Networking is absolutely everything because you're no matter how excited and wonderful and perfect things might seem at times, there are some pretty shadowy rough spots when you're when you're dabbling in that discomfort and by having the kind of support and drive and inspiration from those around you to be honest luckily for me I'm with a man that inspires me every single day and but before him I had to get out in the world I went and traveled I went to look for people that were not settling I was seeking out people that wanted to live that wanted to not have a good day they wanted to be amazing and we changed our language between the two of us and, and on a daily basis that we say we're amazing. And we only, not only, but our focus is to surround ourselves with people that are amazing. 
and doing amazing things. And, and uh, you know, traveling is, is a big important part of that and, and seeing things that you love. It doesn't have to be traveling out of your country, out of your state, or even your town, just traveling, moving around. That's how you find other people who have like interests or interests that will be in, co- in conjunction with, with what you like, with what you can grow with and what, can, what you can build your business with. So networking isn't just going to networking parties. It's networking with people that are around you all the time. You have to be able to, to find people in your environment that deal with what you love, with what you, with what you like, because you really never know who you're talking to. Well, and I so remind people all the time that the definition of networking has sort of been bastardized in our, in our society when really what it is to network is to create long-term and mutually beneficial relationships with people where everybody involved finds more success because of those relationships. Yeah. And so sometimes when I talk to people about networking, they, they think of shoving business cards in people's hand or, or drinking right. too much wine at a party or, or whatever. And I'm like, where does that have to do with long-term and mutually beneficial relationships. And it sounds like what you guys have done in creating your lives is you're working to surround yourself with people who are amazing and who are bringing that mutually beneficial win-win attitude into your world. Yeah. You know, when you, when you surround yourself with that kind of energy and turn yourself into an explorer, make it an adventure, none of this is work. We don't see it as hard. We see it as exciting to meet amazing people because when you don't settle even on the relationships you choose to partake in you also don't even have to go through the process of making sure that you will benefit from each other because down the road we end up working with almost everyone that we meet that we have that authentic connection with it may not be right now but we're not vetting for that that isn't our intention our intention is to be around amazing. And the relationships or business that comes from that is actually, it's an afterthought. And then it is beneficial to everyone. Yeah. So I call the show Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. So Ta and Cole, what's the coolest thing you guys are doing right now? Well, we currently, we are planning a trip to Peru. or We're actually leading a group down there to show them the magic and the amazingness that is Peru um, and taking them to Machu Picchu, because after people saw our pictures, they wanted to go. So we said, great, let's go. Who wants to go on an adventure? And, and we, we've been shifting our business out of uh, a strictly fitness focus into uh, personal alignment strategies. We, we help people to align themselves. And I think it's really cool because a lot of people... When they go get a personal trainer, it's just for it's just for body. There's no mind involvement, and there's no there's no heart involvement. There's there's no energetic involvement. They just want to move because they want to lose fat. But we help people to align themselves so that they can function and go off without us after after a period of time. We teach them how to move properly and and how to learn how to use their bodies and how their bodies can help them energetically to move forward in alignment with their goals, be that their goals in their career, be that their goals in their family. And it's been really, really cool to watch people grow, to watch people drop medications and not end up on the medication anymore, to stay out of the hospital, to stop taking insulin for diabetes because you're fixing yourself, you're aligning yourself. And it's been absolutely 
marvelous. So, you know, for someone to say, you know, my personal trainer did my old trainer did, I couldn't do anything with him or, you know, nothing happened. I was with my trainer for four years and I've been with you for six months and I'm not on medication anymore. It's just been wonderful. And I think it's really cool that I get to do that with my wife. That's cool. Well, and now that I'm instructor of the year, I'm creating much bigger ideas than I anticipated because there is no rules to my best case scenario. So that's really exciting as well, creating an infrastructure of how I plan to bring us across the United States to contribute at a really high level for a nonprofit as well as help other instructors because honestly, instructors are entrepreneurs. Oh, sure. Yes, yes. So let's 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 veer off of my regular questions for a minute. So I know it's only a couple of weeks old, but what do you do when you're an entrepreneur and you're carving your path, and all of a sudden something amazing like Instructor of the Year for Beachbody is bestowed upon you? That can bring with it a lot of opportunity. How do you get your yes. arms? How do you get your arms around that? Honestly, you can't. <laughs> the second you try that, that creates constraint and that also creates um, limitations and so, expectations. Expectation. So, what I, I just decided, I made a decision. If I was going to be the first, I was going to set the bar so high that anyone after me would have to at least meet me where I started. Because that, to me, if I was just went, took the complacent route and said, oh, I won. Nothing is going to change in this world. And a year from now, the next person that steps in, Beachbody will have to step in and create a criteria for this. I'm supposed to be the best, right? So I want to step out and show what I think that looks like. Well, what I think is so amazing is is that you've only been into this for a few years. I mean, I think that is huge inspiration. And and knowing that at one time you said you were 40 pounds overweight, you know, so many yes. people who are fitness gurus have always been fit, you know, and I find it fascinating that both of you, you know, combined dropped, you know, 75 pounds or something over the years. I think that that, because like I carry around, you know, I'm a 40, 49 year old guy. I'd love to lose 10 more pounds. And the people I talk to seem to have always been like, you know, fit since the day they, you know, walked into the first grade playground. True. Well, you know, there's, you know, speaking of gurus, uh, you know, a lot of fit, fitness gurus are always fit. And, uh, you know, fitness, when, when you use the term guru, gurus are usually, you know, it's about me and what I can teach and what I do and what I this and what I that. When you have a mentor, they're all about the student. And, and, and uh, I think that we're mentors more than gurus. So, <laughs> that, that, you know, us having, having to deal with the weight, the weight thing is, uh, is pretty cool, too, because we get to, to share that with our, our students and our, and our clientele, and it becomes a, a more symbiotic relationship. Well, and to be honest, if you're going to help someone shed weight, there is emotional trauma involved and situational things that come up that if you have not experienced what it's like to feel like being a prisoner in your body, it's really hard to help somebody out of that place because many people, and I experienced it myself, I felt like a prisoner to my, to my own body. And that's, uh, that's purgatory, to be honest. Well, and yeah, it's, it's completely, it's a really rough spot to be. And to be able to get down in the trenches with someone and be transparent and be honest and connect with them in that place to bring them out is 
it, there's no greater feeling than helping no. someone from the trenches. Seriously. So you guys are awesome. I'm so glad that I had you both on Thank the show. You. I just love your energy. And we could probably talk to you guys for two hours. However, <laughs> we're a 30-minute show, give or take. And so one of the things I like to ask all of my guests, because we could talk about Ta and Cole and all your accomplishments and you know until Tuesday. However, I love to ask my guests, who is it out there in the world who you see doing something cool, not a part of your business, but someone who you say, wow, he or she, that's cool what they're doing. Well, I would say for me, the first thing that comes to my mind is my friend Nadia Ali. Nadia left a corporate job at Microsoft, started a website called Scuba Diver Life, (laughs) started traveling the world and doing aquatic photography, and has now built up, well, she built up her website initially on her own to 100,000 views a month. Now she's closer to a million leading trips around the world, and now she gets paid to and flown to these exotic places like the Philippines or Tonga to be with humpback whales to do the photography and to do a travel video for them to use to help them with their online presence and spread awareness of some of these getaways. And now she's leading people on these trips to go swim with humpback whales or go with sharks or the sardine run in Africa. And to me to leave this cushy job making great money. She's only maybe 30. I mean, she's around my age, 33, 32. And she's traveling the world and she's not settling. So for me, I would have, my first thought would be Nadia Ali. Well, uh, since we're bringing the ladies into it, I'd like to bring up a lady. Uh, she goes by the name of Tasty Quiche. Her name is Keisha Dutz. And she is one half of Bondfire Radio. And I watched this young lady go from hosting shows in the independent music scene in New York City and not knowing anyone to creating, uh, alongside a couple of other people, she has one partner named Cooley High who lives in Las Vegas, uh, a radio conglomerate, an online radio conglomerate called Bonfire Radio, where they went from having one show on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to having maybe 10 shows with multiple hosts. They're juggling a whole... Uh, a whole roster of shows and they have people from all over the globe listening in daily watching and and not opting for for the lousy commercial radio that's that's broadcasted all over the place in this country and and the world uh at large and she's a powerhouse uh she's i've watched this woman use use crowdsourcing to fund uh, building her studio and then gives back to the community. She's absolutely amazing. She's a wonderful speaker. She just had a, a fundraiser party for something that they, they had to shift their studio. They just had a fundraiser party this past weekend, sold out at a, at a secret location. There's no one who creates urgency like this woman. And she's just a dynamo and amazing to watch. And every time I talk to her, I learn something new. And and uh, I'm just excited about what she does and how she's growing Bondfire Radio. It's B-O-N-D-F-I-R-E Radio. Cool. And it's just, she's absolutely amazing and one of the coolest people I've ever met. We could spend another week and a half even highlighting the people that are around us that are doing just unbelievable things. And most of them on very little to no Overhead. Overhead, yeah. you know, and they're, they're getting to live these crazy, amazing lives. Well, and, and that's part of the fun part about being an entrepreneur is if you do it right, you do get to meet and be around some really inspiring, amazing people. So yeah. in, in addition to being great observers, I also think that true entrepreneurs want to do more than just make money. I mean, money's great and living these lifestyles is fine, but I think most of us want to leave a mark on the world. 
What do you guys do to give back to the greater good? Well, currently, you know, we're going through the rebranding and restructuring of our company. But over the course of the years, I mean, I was a full-time motivational speaker um, I, and helped the UN establish some drug education programs overseas. So that was a big part of my life for a long time. But I realized I was doing it from a place of shame and guilt for having been involved in, you know, in selling drugs, just to be completely upfront. And now to be able to go back out into the world is the, the whole plan is to put together a program to help instructors build their classes, create a community, create their own tribes, because that in turn is going to get people healthier when they can connect, when they can have a family and a place of belonging. So for me in the next few months, my next 90 days, it's really constructing this program to help them build their own communities and change the fitness, change the health where they live. Yeah. Awesome. So thank you so, so much for being guests on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. You know, Ty, you said early on that in high school you, you weren't at the cool kids table. Well, no, I, I think you guys are at the cool kids table now. In fact, I think you're oh, table captain. one of the cool kids now. <laughs> and all the people from high school that uh, thought I was a geek now, they want to be uh, down with the program. It's, uh, it's, funny to, it's funny to me. It's really, really funny. Well, again, it's so exciting to interview people like you who have a real passion and a drive. And that's one of the reasons I love having this show. Cool things entrepreneurs do. So, if somebody listened and they need to know more about you guys and the programs you offer and and just who you are at sort of your soul level, where do they find you? Well, like we said, we're we're restructuring. You can still get a hold of us at ta t a h cole fitness t a h k o l e fitness dot com. Uh, we're going to be shifting everything to just talkcole.com in the near future. You can always find us on Facebook, Instagram. If you really want to get to know us, we would love to connect, answer questions with anyone. Um, and Facebook is a great channel to do that. And other than that, um, I mean, the usuals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, you, you can reach us through our website, which is uh, talkcole.com or talkcolefitness.com. There's all types of ways to reach us there. And you can get a, a load of what, we're, what we've been doing with uh, helping people to shed body fat through alignment. And it's, it's been really wonderful. So please look us up. <laughs> awesome. So thank you again for being guests on the show. And for those of you who tuned in and listened, thank you so much because without listeners, we'd have no show. So we're going to be back in a couple of days with an interview with someone just as cool as Cole and Ta. However, in the meantime, I want you to go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast was produced in part by Podfly.net. Podfly, passion for great sounding podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.